highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. Isn't it amazing that the issues we had in the 60s with people killing us, now we're killing us, and we're not saying anything about it. Had white people come through Milwaukee and started killing black people, the world would have stopped on its axis because so many people would have shown up to defend the neighborhood. But yet crime is literally out of control. And we're talking about it? It's an issue? What is your plan? What's the secret? Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Milwaukee, like many other major cities in the United States, has some issues that we have to work on. And that's no secret. And I've been talking about those issues over the course of my campaign for mayor. You're joking, right? Talking about it? Where's the plan? We keep talking about plans, talking about strategies. Where is the plan? What are we doing? Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. It's decimating the black community. Yeah, because y'all don't eat right. So when you get sick because you don't eat right, because you're overweight, and nobody tells you because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because we live in a world now where if you hurt somebody's feelings, you might get arrested. It's ridiculous. Idiotic. If you know you're not supposed to have certain things because you have diabetes, don't eat it. Oh, but it tastes so good. Okay. Tell that to your children and your grandchildren who won't see you because you decided to eat. Doesn't make any sense to me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Truth of the afternoon on <laughs> the new 1017 The Truth Live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. I'm Kyle Wallace and with me is Serena B. Dr. Ken Harris is on assignment. DZ producing the show for us here today. 833-212-1017. That's the Truth Talk in text line. You can also hit us on the Truth line at 833-212-1017. And before we went to break, uh, Serena was going in on me uh, mm-hmm. about my hypotheticals. Deserved. Nah, well so, deserved. So she, <laughs> just, she, she just trying to go in on me. I, I let her have it. I let her have that one. But we're just talking about AR-15s in schools. We know right now we're at a point in our country where there has been over 27 mass shootings in schools this year. There's been over 300 mass shootings altogether. It's taken over 343 lives, almost 1,400 people injured. And you know there has been a mass shooting in this country every single week. Every week we have had some type of mass shooting in this country. We have a problem. And so what we're discussing is whether or not it's a good idea to protect students in schools as young as kindergartners by putting a resource officer in that school and arming them with an AR-15. Would you feel comfortable with your child going to school knowing that there was a resource officer with an AR-15? And something we didn't talk about, Serena, is that mm. you you have a child. I do. Your, chi- your child went to school, still going to school. Yeah. Would you feel comfortable knowing? I mean, nope. your child can be on a campus where there are police officers with guns. but um, Yeah, and that, and that's the thing. I So we, we did have uh, officers on site. We don't have major security. At his high school, anyway. We didn't have major security. But we had officers on site. Um, some officers have guns. Some of them have tasers. I don't know for sure. I can't confirm if they had a gun on their hip or not. But 
I don't think running to go get an AR-15, you know, I, I've, looking at some studies like the one from Harvard that I was talking about before, and I believe it, self-defense measures are largely inflated. Like it's the, the effect, the efficacy of self-defense, this idea that you can fight fire with fire is largely inflated. How, and I, but how often does the, do we actually get the situation where the good guy or girl or guy, gal with a gun is actually present? Like how often does that come up? Where you I mean, get a chance I, to truly have self I think fairly often, enough fire. for them to have researched a study about its effects where it, it tends to escalate situations rather than de-escalate or cause further harm or injury to those around the situation. So to me, I, I just don't think it's a, a good precedent. And I know DZ was saying we should get used to AR-15s being around like in other countries, like in Jamaica, like in very Colombia. Uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. But, but I, what I will say is, is that... And this is no no offense to Colombia or Jamaica out here, but is that really the direction that we want to go in? We, is that the type of country we want to be? No, like Colombia? I know. I is sound that, I sound that, I sound like MAGA right now. <laughs> America ahead, put, first. Go ahead, I don't put like the that. Hat on, hold on, hold on. I don't like the, how that sounds, but I just think that uh, you know there there does seem to be more penchant for gun violence. I don't think that's a lane that we want to. I think it's a slippery slope. That's all I'm saying. No, no. offense. I love Jamaica. I love Colombia. Okay. No, I, 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 <laughs> I just think we're, we're the, the police officers having it. We said this before, so different. And I, I really want to go back. I know because you're saying it's secured. Yeah. Right. Right. But and I but, just but, think this good. The good. I, I really feel like the good guy with or a good gal with a gun. But that's a myth. I don't I don't think good guys. I with don't think good guys with guns. That is a, a myth. I don't think it's a myth, though. It's a myth. I, I think it's all about right. It's place, rare. Right place at right time. And I think we just saw this in Indianapolis in a mall or somewhere in Indiana in the mall where the gentleman was able to stop somebody because he happened to be there and he happened to but be on with so it. rare it, i know you know so what you know why you're seeing more of those stories in the media to back up a lot of no. those maga supporters right now who want to bring ar-15s and give them out like candy no. to everybody no but my whole thing is this though what we're doing is if we're getting giving access to a good person inside the school to protect how do we the know children? it's a good person well, no, well, how we there's a lot of problems with resource officers I mean, i'm may, just gonna no, throw there, that out there, there there may be but again mm. i hope they're not going to grab I hope they're not going to grab the gun because it's a fight. No, in I would. Ho- I would hope and that so, they would protect children. But I mean, in the case of the Uvalde officers, those were there is no guarantee. The, 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 but there's no guarantee that once you're in that situation, listen. school resource officers do not typically have the experience or the background as a police officer. They need to hire. Listen, these need to be either retired military or retired officers or current officers where they need to put the resources. Okay, where I'll give you that. Are. I'll agree it, with you. If they are going to do this, they that, do need to have that, that. That's what it needs to be. And again, they need I'll, to have experience in these situations and specifically in accountability. I'm big when it comes to accountability. We talk about reforming the police. Right, we can agree on that. I am not one who wants to abolish the police, but I think there needs to be strict reforms. And I think we need to talk about the fact that if you screw up at your job, you will lose your job. Period. Ain't no, yeah. ain't no paid leave. And you may get time. And so in this situation, as I said before, your job as a resource officer is to stop the active shooter. If you fail at that job and you act like a coward or a chicken as they did in Involde, as those police officers did, and they mm-hmm. also be fired and you also face charges, you should be charged and you should be fired because you have blood on your hands, like I said before. I, we I need to make sure that. that they have accountability so they know if I choose not to stop this uh, active shooter here, I might as well go ahead, just know that I'm going to get locked up because I didn't do Listen, my job. I understand it. They have a duty to protect and serve. What I don't want to see is them miss. That's it. That's, that's true. I hope they're better <laughs> shot than that.
<laughs> Speaking of not missing, <laughs> Kay from Milwaukee, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. What are your thoughts here on the AR-15s inside of schools? Uh, it's a hell no. Thank you. Because, truth be told, look what the, the ball day, the, those police didn't do not a damn thing. That's what I'm saying. So, why are we going that route? I'm just trying to figure out. But not only that, my baby ain't in no goddamn prison. My baby's not in jail. And so I'm not going to send my child to a school where they're toting guns. No. I'm going right. to need y'all up, y'all, uh, up the ante on getting on on protection, period. Like, I don't, gotta, I don't have a problem with you doing security where, you know, where they walk through, make sure they ain't got, wind them down, and, and, do, and do hall checks. On, on their lockers and stuff like that, I'm all with that. But you will not have a gun with my child in that school. Because all, it's going to take one time for somebody to shoot somebody's child accidentally. You can't say, you can't tell me nothing when you done shot my child. Mm-hmm. Not like you was trying to shoot Chuck, but you shot my baby. Guess what? It's going to be some uh, some flower bringing and showers for your family and them. I'm just here to tell you. But like that guy said before, you can't bring more guns. That's not going to solve anything. Kay, can I just ask you a no. question? Kay, listen, Kay, my my question for you no, is this. Uh-huh. No, no, no. She wasn't saying no to me. She was saying no to me. She was, <laughs> I was like, no, she's, no, she was, she's no. had it. Kay, <laughs> she's listen, had here, it. here's my question that I, that I have for Marlon before you. I I hear you. So what is the solution to stop mass shootings, to stop this in our schools? How do we better protect our children? We're going to need to tighten up security on that school. That's what we're going to need to do. Tighten I agree up with the you. security with the school. If you tighten up the security, then it makes it harder for them to get in. Period, point blank. Just but like an airport. Bob, who is Just a, like a prison. Bob, who is a retired vet, <laughs> he might mess around and have a flashback, and then you take out the whole damn school. Then what you going to say? What you going to say? Saying? And he's 65 years old. He going to go to jail for how long? How long he going to last in there? I'm going to need you to tighten up the security. And here, and I heard a young lady saying, I'm not trying to be funny. I heard a young lady saying, she called her child and her, and she called her XYZ. No, boo boo, I'm going to need you to know that if you're calling for your child to have an early dismissal, it's time to go, whatever, that's a phone call that needs to be made to the school, not your child. Your child ain't running no classroom. I don't want parents like that to be able to come up to my child's school and think they just gonna walk in the school building because they child go there. No, ma'am, ham, sound, none of that. It's protocols, and that's the reason why we have protocols in place. No. And if they it, can't it, get in it, in the first place, we don't have to worry right. about having a rifle. Your, baby ain't got no reason. <laughs> Your child ain't got no business leaving that school unless you call, period. That's why these kids think that they can override and do overdo what grown folks say. No. My daughter had a cell phone in school. Guess what? I called the school to go pick her up out of school. I wasn't calling her to my tell them let you go to the office. Who the hell is your child? Your child is no different than any other child. No, you call that school and you tell them to have your baby come downstairs, not the other way around. But see, that's what's wrong. This is why we people run into problems with these children because they don't know how to respect authority, period.
Now, Kay, you know I what? Don't know. Well, Kay, I don't know what to say. Kay, you preach. My, my baby will not be in the school with disrespectful <laughs> parents and their kids and AK 5747. Tighten up your security game. That's how you do it. All right. Period, point blank. Miss Kay, I, pre- you, I Kay. appreciate you. Uh, Miss Kay, I mean, you know. No, she's got a good point. I mean, do? if you can't get in the door in the first place, you don't have to worry about having an AR-15 in the building. In, in, in Uvalde, there was a huge flaw with that because of the fact that... But that's why we need more protocols. N- yes, because he, he walked in the but front I, door. But I understand the door what you're saying. Fire, fire escape, sometimes there's things that are maybe open. Anyways. But, but, in, but in Uvalde, it we was do it. We it do it with trash. airports. We do it with prisons. They are very secure. We so we're we already doing this. So maybe we need like to apply prisoners. some of those same principles to our schools. I get it, Kay. Thanks. It, yes, Thanks yes, for yes. calling in. We have Al on the line. Al, you're calling in to 1017 The Truth. Well, my thing is, is what if the police, the officer decides to become the mass shooter? What if the officer decides to study the law and find a loophole where he can fear for his life and be able to shoot somebody seen a sign from God? So either you or homeschool your child. That's the only thing you can do. And with the way the world is going, I don't think guns is the answer to anything. And what about those who do respect authority and still lost their lives? No, I, I agree, but we're talking about schools here. I mean, I, the last thing, respect, but I, I don't, I mean, yeah, somebody well, can go crazy. Y'all coming up with all these hypotheticals. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I hear all these hypothetical stories about what if this happened? What if, yes, those could potentially happen, but y'all talking about what if, where I'm talking about what well, we already have seen what has happened. We've seen okay. this happen. Well, how about this? Okay, well, how about this in Madison where the teacher, the girl break. Do you really want a teacher like that with an AR-15 who dealt and decided I'm gonna take you out of here because I know the laws on my side? We're talking about Madison. I, I get you what you're saying. We're not talking about teachers, though. I just want to be really clear that the story we're talking about in Madison Wait, County, North Carolina, it's a school district, and they're talking about having this uh, the AR-15 on site for school resource officers. So we're not saying arming the teachers with AR-15s. Okay, well, what if it's an officer who's having a bad day and the, the, he decides he want to exploit the loophole? Some of these officers what already have guns in these he's... schools, though, Al. And Al, your phone's breaking up a little bit. And I, yeah. I, hear what you, I hear what you're saying, but your phone's breaking up a little bit. Thanks for calling. But no, we, there's I, already, I agree with you, Kyle. Like like there is a lot of, I mean, a lot of these school resource officers are armed in a lot of school districts. The difference is when you're talking about such a powerful gun on campus, that's a different story. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. I definitely agree. We'll have more conversation on the other side. Keep it locked in. We see Mr. Moore, you're online. Yvonne, we got some talking text. If you want to join in on the conversation, 833-212-1017. I'm Kyle Wallace. With me is Serena B. And this is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You probably, you probably, you probably heard this song if you ever watched. Um, what was that movie called that came out? Party X something. Doom, 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 doom. Is this on TikTok? Love me. 
I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Milwaukee. We are back. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. He is out on assignment. So I'm Serena B. And I'm here with Kyle. And you're listening to 1017 The Truth. And uh, we were just talking to, uh, oh gosh, I forgot. I forgot the name, but we're having Al a conversation. Al and Miss K. Thank you. Al and Miss K. And they had a, a lot of good things to say about bringing AR, or why we shouldn't bring AR-15s to school campuses, which is what a county in North Carolina, Madison County in North Carolina is trying to do. The sheriff is planning to put an AR-15 in all six of their schools. So we have Yvonne on the line. She's a retired teacher, so I really, really want to hear what she has to say. Yvonne, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Did I just hear? <laughs> just cleared the lines. I just cleared Yvonne, you're going to have to call back. She cleared the lines. My fingers fumbled. <laughs> trigger happy. <laughs> trigger happy. No, my arm to talk is to short. My arm is short. I was reaching for the phone lines. Okay, uh, the recap. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's all good as, as we're having a conversation here. We haven't hit the talking text line. There's been quite a few yeah. people hit, who hit the talking text we'll line since the jump of the show. And so um, Brian at the start and said, uh, he said, arm teachers as well. As he, we were having this conversation, he said, at least try it to see how it goes. If a teacher F's up, so be it. Let the count, let the court system sort through if a teacher misses her mark. Uh, add all fuel to the f- add oh. all the fuel. So, I mean, I, I guess they're That's just saying, aggressive. yeah, no, it is aggressive, but I guess it's they're trying to find some type of solution to this. I mean, it was a very aggressive stance that we have here. And I think that we, we do have Miss Yvonne back. And so, Yvonne, you are on the new one on one seven. The truth. And that's Miss Serena B was saying that this is a, <laughs> yeah. this is a retired teacher. So. Miss Yvonne, you are on the new one on one seven truth. What Yvonne, up? I am so sorry. <laughs> She's hanging up on Listen, you. Listen, I'm I'm a newbie, y'all. I apologize, but I do want to hear what you want to say. You said oh, that you're a retired teacher. Yes, be nice to me because the public doesn't like teachers. Don't make me feel bad. Oh, yeah, I we, love love teachers. Teachers I love teachers. we love teachers over here. We love teachers over here. Um, I actually taught in an era. I remember when Columbine happened. I was at a K-8 school, and a lot of my older students wanted to talk about that. Um, We were over near one of the universities, one of the colleges. So people would come around the school all the time. And I remember shortly after that, some guys came in, and it was maybe weather a little cooler than this, but with trench coats on. We didn't have safety people at the time. So I gathered all the guys together and I said, we have to get them out of our building and ask, why did they even come in here? You know, usually when kids get out of school, they're glad not to have to come back. So uh, one thing I'm going to say is you have to be vigilant about having those assault rifles in a school. My thing is, because I was hearing one of them saying on on the radio news, not you all, but when they were talking about them saying they wanted ARK, ARK, whatever they are, um, they said, well, they'll be locked up. And I thought, well, then what good will it do? I mean, by the time he comes in empty and you say, wait a minute, let me go get mine. Won't people be gone? But I just think it's a shame that it has come to this and parents and children have to worry. But how they get in a school, I understand the previous person said, you know, you have your 
your one entrance and you have to go through metal detectors and all that. Unfortunately, the people who let in people who shouldn't be in the building are kids who have these cell phones and they have a beef with another child. So they call their mom and family and they go to a side door, open it up and they come in and things happen. I, I, I just am shocked that, we have to have this discussion to tell you the truth. I still go in schools and sub, and I'm always looking and watching. I've been in school a couple of times where they've had to have a shutdown because we've actually had some mass shootings outside. And I've had older kids, and they're crying. And I said, get in the corner. I said, I'm the first line of defense. They'll just have to do, they'll have to get to me to get to you. And that's how I feel about our kids. Um, mm-hmm. I get them in a corner. I try to get the windows covered and everything. And I tell them, I know you want to cry and you're feeling, but try to suppress it. We have to be as quiet as possible. They're going to try the door and we're not going to get excited. We're going to stay here. I'm sitting in front of you all. Uh, I don't, know if I have skills to talk somebody out of anything, but rest assured, it'll be me first. Um, it's a shame that we have to have those conversations. Yeah, Miss Yvonne, and what, you know, d- d- sorry to cut you off, but as you were telling the story, talking about how, how things have shifted, because we all, life shifted. After Columbine, yeah. life really shifted, and then it continued to happen. Yeah. Was, and so one thing I, I, I yeah. never forget, I remember in uh, when, when uh, Virginia Tech shooting that took place, I was a junior in high school before my before going to my senior year, and at that time I'm thinking about colleges, and it, I was a little nervous when I was going to visit colleges and eventually went to colleges just to, because of the fact that that could uh-huh. happen anywhere. Because before that, I can recall a lot of those shootings, a lot of shootings happened in high schools. And then all of a sudden happens on a college campus. I was thinking to myself, well, I'm about to be a college student in a new place where anything could potentially happen. And so I just know the mental toll that it, it took on me at the time. And now we're at a point now it's just taking a mental toll on the mass majority of people, adults, children and everybody. Yeah. My son's well, going go away to school. You go to a movie, you go to church. Yeah, yeah no, you go no. to movies and church. And I remember back after the Columbine, you all are too young to know this. But there was an assistant principal out at Wabatosa West who got killed. A student came in and shot him. And I remember my friend was the assistant principal at my school. And she came down to talk with me after school. And she said, well, I've got everything set for her daughter. She talked about that and how she told her husband and godmother where things were. And she was preparing to die. Mm. She was preparing. She's saying as the AP, I'm the one that gives the order. He's suspended or she can't come back or whatever. So she just knew this was going to, but thank goodness it didn't, didn't. And I was an MPS teacher. And one thing I kind of told her, I said, but aren't our kids tattletales? I said, that's one thing that we have that the suburban ones usually don't have. Like one kid called me one morning as I was getting ready to get ready for work. Oh, guess what? So-and-so is going to have a knife on him. So you might want to. And sure enough, we stood there when he got off the bus. The assistant principal said, may I see that knife you have? And his mouth dropped. 
See, you tell one of them, they're going to tell everybody. So I tried to reassure her that that's one reason it wasn't going to happen. We had one kid in, in particular. I said, you tell him that's better than the Internet. Everybody will know. And in five Yvonne, I don't mean to cut you off, but we have to go to break soon really quick. So yes. do you think it is a good idea to put AR-15s in schools? I don't think so unless you're highly trained, highly trained. And I mean that. Yeah. I All right. So you're kind of on the side. Marine. I understand that. Yeah. I have a nephew who's a Marine. He's never been able to touch one of those. Right. Well, thank you so much, Yvonne, for calling in. We have two other callers that we want to get to, and we are going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back and talk more about guns in schools. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. This is Serena B. And I'm here with Kyle and we're filling in as Dr. Harris is on assignment. The Harbor Park Jazz Rhythm and Blues Festival is Saturday, August 20th, and it will be a day filled with great music, food, fun, and Grammy-nominated jazz saxophonist. Did I say that right? Richard Elliott will be performing live. Tune in to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes all week long as he'll be giving away a pair of tickets each day to the Harbor Park Jazz Rhythm and Blues Festival located right on Kenosha's beautiful lakefront. And it is beautiful down there. It definitely is. Definitely is. So if you guys missed the conversation, you can always listen on Spotify, tune in to Apple Podcasts. We are talking today about bringing AR-15s into school districts to help apparently prevent some mass school shootings. Uh, it's not a laughing matter. Uh, but Kyle and I disagree greatly on this, and so it's been an interesting conversation. We have two more people on the line right now. Mr. Moore. Mr. Moore, you're on 101.7 The Truth. Hello. What are your thoughts on this? Okay. My thoughts. Real quick, can you turn the TV down in the background? Thank you. It's yeah. Okay, my, my thoughts. This is what I think. You don't need no guns in school. If this is 2022, about to be 2023. AI is the question. But a lot of those old country folk down south, they say they smart, but you go in their office, they got tons of papers on the wall. What am I saying? AI, you can put cameras that will detect an individual coming up to this school with some kind of weapon on them. You also can add security doors, which are bulletproof. And not only if they get through the first door, a bulletproof wall door will slide down, I mean fast, like, saw this overseas. The guy was trying to rob a, 
a a a a check cashing place, and this thing, this door, these doors came out of nowhere, nowhere, and smashing in between it. But that ain't that. What I'm not, I'm not talking about that. But the doors will come down and trap that individual in between those doors, even before he even make it inside the school. All is that, that's what's wrong with people. You want to take a gun in in a school. To me, I think it is it's just clickbait because I'm with everybody else. You're not taking or having a loaded weapon in a school amongst kids. Come on now. It's always something goes wrong. Okay, you get this person gets scared as scared as I don't know what. He can't even tap in the code. He done forgot what finger to put on the on the on the print to unlock it. They need to use AI. If they can use them for doing war overseas, they can mostly put them in our schools. And that'll stop all this nonsense. Just like that. So Mr. Moore is saying AI, not AR. <laughs> it sounds like that you're saying AI. that technology in the year 2022, almost 23, is the answer. And I agree with you. This is what yeah. I've been saying. Why can't we secure the perimeters in the same ways that we secure prisons, jails, schools, banks? Sorry, not schools. That's what we're talking about today. Banks, airports. That was the other one. People who haven't, all these old people, people who haven't move forward they want to stay back in the old era a gun don't solve everything that's the problem now yeah and i will say i, yeah. I, I don't want to paint a broad oh, brush sorry. across the south but gun culture is is extremely prevalent there so thank you mr moore we appreciate you sharing Almost your definitely. opinion with us that's a lot to think about Te no. technology is is you know at where we're at these days and when you think about like i said banks prisons jails airports why can't that be the leading solution let's in, let's invest let's let's put more money into beefing up security for these schools i know they've beefed up security since columbine happened they continue to have beefed up security um but but yeah i, I agree there should be more security but i think mm -hmm. we need to find a, a quick solution and then keep building towards that solution i agree with you miss sandra from milwaukee <laughs> What are your thoughts and comments, Miss Sandra? It's good. I don't know if I ever had the chance to have a conversation with you, Miss Sandra. How are you doing? You are on, on the new one on one How how are we doing today? We love hey, everybody. We doing we doing pretty good. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Yeah. Well, yeah, I call in and especially when you hit on some really, really, really good topics. And uh I feel that they don't need them in the school. I just because um the kids are already afraid. And what kind of message are we sending the kids? And the technology is there. They cannot tell me it's not. These folks going to the moon. They building another planet up there on Mars. Uh, we got people, you know, that's studying this stuff all the time. And I mean, new TVs come out all the time. New cell phones come out all the time. And then you tell us uh, uh, nothing we can do for the schools but bringing all these weapons. It's political. That's the problem. It's too political, and uh, they need to get the politics out and start saving these, these children's lives. And even with the cars, to me, that's political because I can't see why a car has to go 120 miles an hour and you can't drive that fast in the city. 
You know, it's always to try to pretend there's nothing they could do. But I think it is. I, I hear that's, you. That's a good point. Yeah, well, Allocation of resources, for sure. I mean, if we can go to the moon, but we yeah. can't protect our own children, well, that, that's yeah. that's definitely a problem. Well, you one more thing. Go, yes, real quick, Ms. And Ms. Andrew, before well. you say one more thing, real quick, I, I just have a quick question because you were talking about it. You said that it's going to make kids more fearful, but you know what would be fearful to me as a kid is doing active shooter mm-hmm. drills four times a year. That already makes me fearful. Uh, it's already it, so having a gun in the school would just that's add true. to what it, for me. I'm doing my active shooter drill. Then I see the resource officer coming through and sweeping mm-hmm. through. Then I know, okay, well that's the plan is that we have somebody well, here to we protect. We did them. drills when I was coming. Up. Active I mean, shooter I drills, or did you? Or you did? Or you did? Was, uh, it was drills for a tornado. It was drills for back then. They'd always do had the bombings a, for like the shelters. Yeah, the, the shelter, the, and, which and was useless because let's just get it straight. If they bomb, if they bomb the schools, putting hiding under your desk is not going to protect you. It wasn't that. It's like we had really. It was really silly. We had to go in the halls, and some people build shelters, from what I understand, because I was really, really young, and they were doing it then. But uh, I was just gonna say I was working at Rockwell, and I retired from Rockwell, and then they got uh, all of these cameras all in the offices there, and you could see all the cameras where the guards are looking at everything. So we could do that instead of defunding the schools. They're trying to defund them so much, and uh, there's no money there for this. No money there for that. Um, that's we're gonna have to come off of that. We're gonna have to find some money to protect these children and the schools and the malls. Not only the schools, the malls, the grocery stores, because they got the like to say they got the technology and they got the AI. Yeah. No, I, I, we. Okay. I think yeah. we all I agree, Miss like, Yeah, I think that's a good point. Thank you, thank you. I I agree, Miss Sandra. I, I you know I, I too. I, I and I do. We need to utilize the technology that we have, but you know. Until then, we need to find something else. And yeah. I know we have some people on the talking text line before we have to go to break here. But uh, some people, Craig, on the talking text line, he definitely uh, he definitely had a lot to say. Uh, he said, "Good evening to Miss Sarita, <laughs> Serena <laughs> B, <laughs> and Kyle." So, what happens when a child accidentally puts? Uh, gets into the safe or these rifles get stolen out of the safe of the school. I mean, eye for eye is wrong, right? And then also said, Kyle, but we know kids always find guns in the same undisclosed places at home. That's and what on I'm the saying. other yeah. hand, that might bring those mentally unstable behavior people who have suicidal tendencies to the school to have confrontations knowing that they're going, they're going to shoot back. I mean... The, most of the time, the guns that are found, it's not because it's in a locked safe, right? These kids are finding it under the bed they're, they're, that are loaded, guns that are loaded. Isn't this, isn't they're this? not secure. Yeah. But I think the problem is that even when you have some of those security precautions in place, it's not good enough because there's still way too many kids who are shooting their family members, shooting themselves because they're they're not following those protocols or they're not securely locked. So I, un- I understand what he's saying. We would have the same thing if we brought these guns into school. They could just do a lot more damage. And I think that's where I kind of. No, <laughs> y'all good. <laughs> good. So here on the talking text line, uh, LT, he said, I absolutely feel comfortable with a resource officer at a school with an AR-15 style rifle. You do not want the person in charge of protecting your children with minimal amount of weaponry uh, available. If you walk past the police car, most officers already have an AR-15 style weapon in their vehicle, especially in the suburbs. Nicolay grad. And he said, AR-15 style weapons shoot 400 rounds per minute. If the resource officer could not match that firepower, he might as well just be throwing rocks.
rocks or shooting spitballs at the perpetrator. People, mm. we were were talking we're talking about resource officers being armed with AR-15 style rifles, not teachers. Stay on point. Shout out to LT. Anytime somebody agrees <laughs> with me, I say shout out with them. I was gonna say, is that why you shout out him? Okay, no, shout out. I mean, he made sense though. All right, well you, let's let's let's, 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 mm, let's, mm, let's hear from Barbie. Barbie said, if they're using security officers, they need to be counselors for the students as well to know the mind, Frank mindset that these students who are socially disadvantaged because of maybe the parents are not aware of video game times or making them socially safe. I, th- I think she's talking about maybe mentally unstable students, perhaps here. Um, it's a long paragraph, but no, I, was, I, was gonna I, I think she's talking Barbie. about the Barbie mental health. A, yeah, no, Barbie I was trying to make some sense of that. No, it, I appreciate that, though. Thank you for for talking the text. Yeah, eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Exactly, but yeah, that that mental health aspect is definitely an aspect that should be addressed as well. But I, I think that's only a piece of it, as we said, and we need to stop the immediate threat, which I think the immediate threat is the shooter. Yeah, cool. I agree. All right, well, we'll have more conversation on the other side. We've been talking about AR-15s. We'll see if we keep talking about that or we talk about something else. But keep it locked in. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon live from the American Family Insurance Studio here at Radio City. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. I'm Serena B, and I'm here with Kyle. We're filling in because Dr. Ken Harris is on assignment. So we have one more person to get to. We are talking about guns in schools and whether or not this is the precedent that we want to set moving forward after these school mass shootings. We got G on the line. G, you are on 101.7 The Truth. What are your thoughts? Uh, good, good afternoon, and uh, thanks for taking my call. I kind of tuned in, on, like, on the tail end of your show. But I, I know there's just no uh, no uh, correct fix to this problem. But the, the, the comment that I have is all across our country, and especially in the state of Wisconsin, teachers have been vilified. They have been blamed. Uh, uh, being poor educators, um, just just vilified, and, and uh, so now we want to uh, give the responsibility of teaching young people, and now you want to arm teachers on top of that. When we we criticize police officers for saying that they need more training, when they get training, so now when when a situation is happening with an officer, uh, now we want to you know, blame the officer in a lot of cases. I'm not saying it's not justified in some cases, but, uh, you know, they, they get training and now, you know, teachers go to, go to, uh, you know, they go to school, uh, uh, college to, to learn, you know, to get a degree to teach on the most part. So now, now we want to, now we want to arm them. On top, Real quick, G, trying so, to have the responsibility of teaching. No, G, not, not saying, not, not saying places will not arm teachers because I've heard the conversation about arming teachers. The one in Madison County, they're talking about arming resource officers, but you are correct. There have been conversations about arming teachers. That is something that has definitely been on the table for finding a solution to this issue. Some, some states have armed teachers and uh, they want uh, they want to arm uh, librarians um, I mean where, where does it where does it end our, our problem is much deeper in our society uh, and we have to 
to really get to the bottom of what's causing this, you know, instead of uh, going to another area trying to, trying to solve everything with, with guns. You know, guns is, uh, I, I know, you know, you need people to, to defend themselves in certain situations, but, you know, just to uh, arm teachers, as soon as something happens, when a child gets a hold of that gun, then that teacher's going to be held uh, liable for that situation. And I just think that's a bad idea. So uh, thanks for taking my call. Thank you, G. That, I agree. G. Where does it end? No, I had no. It's a slippery I mean, it's, slope. It is. It is definitely a slippery slope, and it it scares me. And knowing my son's going off to college here shortly, it's something that I think about. And you know, should he have something? And you know, well, I he just can't don't have think nothing on campus. <laughs> No. He don't got to live on campus. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> Wait a minute. Right we'll see. Now. We're working on it. Yeah, I'm going to say, I know these UW system rules <laughs> and laws, and you're trying to finagle no, I would No, I would never, ever, 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 ever do that. Uh, I definitely stand on the side of, of, of not owning uh, if you don't have to. So, No. I, I respect those that do, and I, that, that's just a choice that you know I make. But anyhow... <laughs> Uh, it's been it's been a spirited conversation because I, I, I can understand where you're coming from. I just think, you know, once once we get there, man, I just think about like 10 years from now or 20 years. From Hopefully. Now. Hope, OK, so you so you made a comment about 9-11 earlier. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and yeah. You made that comment about I don't know if you know exactly what it is. I'm repeating what you said. So if yeah. You wanna, I'm not sure what yeah, it is. Yeah, I said I, I I think that, you know, we talked about how airports tighten security following 9-11. And I don't think we have done the same sort of consistent actions in schools across the country. And why not? I don't know. That's the thing. And and I agree with all the other callers who were saying, you know, we need to think about technology. We need to think about investing in schools and, and upping our security protocols. To me, that's the direction we need to go in, not get into a gunfight. I don't think that that is a practical, pragmatic approach to solving gun Excuse violence. Excuse me, I am very pragmatic. Actually. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. If it, I, I didn't create this approach, but I agree with the approach. It's just and my I think opinion. It, and I it's think just it's very. I think it's very logical. Nobody, <laughs> though y'all have said it's not a good. Y'all don't like the idea because of the optics of all the what no, ifs that could happen. Optics, it is the, it's it not is optics. What ifs. You start doing that. That will become reality. I'm not talking about optics. I'm talking about is this the direction that we want to go in? If we have secure premises, then we don't have to worry about. I I agree. More more secure premises. So let's let's make sure that we invest. It's a multi-layered approach. It it, it is a multi. There's no easy answer. So why? So let's not let's not not let's not not uh, Madison County in North Carolina for taking this approach that they're taking. Let's see how it goes, and hopefully they don't have to. Hopefully they never touch that gun because they never have to deal with. I sure shoot. hope so. And that and that and that's the thing is that I I, know I feel like if there's a good guy or good gal or good whatever with a gun, they could help stop a perpetrator. And I you know you never know. DZ, are you? Oh, you're the good guy. You're the good guy. Is that what you're doing? I ain't well, about well I sh- I sure hope that we have good guys like you around in the case of. Oh, situation like I know that. I, no, I'm, I'll I'm include not the you one. in there. I, no, I'm not the one. Cause listen, I'll Look, do guns. He ready. Listen, hey, I will he be ready. I will be the one shaking. Oh my I, I, listen, I'm running with the kids. We all getting up out of there. Come on now, get out the window. Hurry up now. That's 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 that's, so that, that's not for me. I couldn't do it. So that's why I understand that. Oh man, teachers are heroes, and hopefully they never ever have to encounter this. But if they if they do, I hope that we 
can get our act together quickly I before agree. it ever gets to that point again. I agree. Well, Serena B, I appreciate you today for. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so today. much for having me. I love being on the show with y'all. You're you're back tomorrow morning, aren't you? I am. You got bright and early. Yeah, bright, bright and early. early. I'll be here with my coffee. Y'all have fun with that tomorrow morning. I appreciate y'all rocking <laughs> in. Yes, yes, DZ and Serena B <laughs> tomorrow morning. And again, thanks to everybody for tuning in here on 1017 The Truth. Truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Dr. Karen Harris is on assignment. But as I just said, Serena B and DZ will be in tomorrow morning on MKE in the morning. And tomorrow afternoon, you will have Jason Fields on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe is up next. Keep it locked. You're listening to the new 1017 The Truth. Have a blessed evening, y'all.